the things my family did. I am not the voices in my head. I am not the pieces of the brokenness inside. I am light. I am light. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Being Inspired Radio. I'm Amanda Johnson, your host, and I must say that I just had an experience for the first time where I recorded this entire episode live and went to listen to it afterwards, and none of my audio had gotten recorded. And some people may have taken that as a sign that what was said didn't need to be shared. I'm taking it as a sign that I need to confirm that my audio is working prior to recording these live episodes. So I'm back for take two, which I'll be honest, never feels quite the same. Um, There's really, to me, a beauty about feeling the inspiration on the first take and really being in the moment. And I'm going to do my absolute best to be very present to what needs to be said this time without getting too caught up in what I said before, Um, though that can sometimes be a challenge. So I say all of that only to presence where I am in this moment as I come to you with this episode and, you know, to let you know that Sometimes things don't go as we planned, and I'm choosing to not get upset. I'm choosing to move forward. Um, I'm going to do this again and hold the intention that everything that is meant to be said will be said, and everything that you are meant to receive, you will receive. So here we go. What I want to talk about today. And I'm just going to laugh because I've already talked about this, but here we are in this moment in time. And as far as you're concerned, I haven't said this before. Um, But what I want to talk about today is this idea of addiction. And I I want to preface that this is not um, some expertise on chemical addiction, dependency, substance abuse. I am not an expert in that field. I am speaking about addiction on a much broader scale, um, how it can affect all of our lives, how it does affect all of our lives, what it looks like. My intention in having this discussion is so that we can perhaps broaden our perspective. We can experience more compassion for others who are suffering or struggling with addiction, we can have more compassion for ourselves and we can begin to transform the relationship we have with these addictive behaviors. Many of us are familiar with the standard chemical um, subs- or substance abuse and chemical addictions out there. And again, I'm not here to say that that's not a real thing, but what I'm here to say is let's look at where addiction shows up in other ways. And I'd like to start by broadening our definition and I, about what addiction is. 
And this is inspired by a number of conversations I've had with a very dear friend of mine. She does some incredible work in this space. Um, her, um, her business, her mission is around the, doing the beautiful work. And we've had a number of discussions on what addiction means and how it shows up. And so much of this is inspired by what she and I have talked about. And so to set the stage with what addiction even means or what it is, and the way I have been defining addiction lately is that it is anything that um, distracts us from what is. Another way of saying that is it, it is anything that we use or go to to escape from what is. Another way of looking at it is it is something that we use or go to because we think without it, we are not okay. We are dependent on that thing. So how can that show up? Let's look at that in our lives beyond the alcohol, beyond the drugs, you know, beyond the food. We talk about these in terms of addiction all the time. But what else might we be addicted to? What else might we be distracting ourselves with? Escaping our lives through, dependent on, in order to feel okay. I think of it in terms of endless hours in front of the television. I think of it in terms of endless hours scrolling through Facebook or Instagram. I think of it in terms of the addiction to having a relationship or certain relationships in our lives. The addiction to spirituality or meditation. Because here's the thing, nothing is free from or... Um, is safe from addiction because it's not the thing that is causing the addiction. It is our relationship to that thing which is causing the addiction. It is our beliefs about ourselves that is causing that addiction. It is the belief that I am not okay without X, Y, or Z that leads to addiction. So spirituality can become an addiction. Meditation and become an addiction. And now that is not to say, and I need to make this point, that because it can be an addiction, it is an addiction. Because again, it is not the thing, it is our relationship to that thing that drives the addictive behavior. So we can meditate and not be addicted to meditation. We can eat ice cream and not be addicted to ice cream. We can watch TV and not be addicted to watching TV. We can have an alcoholic beverage and not be addicted to it. And so what I want to look at today is, well, how can that be? Because it's the intention we bring to the thing that matters. So when I sit down, and, and I'll speak from my own experience, certainly. Um, that's really all I can speak from. And, and perhaps it might inspire something within you um, that resonates as truth. I've certainly had my fair share of many addictive behaviors in my life. Um, I had addiction to alcohol. And, um, you know, for me, it, it wasn't something that, um, you know, maybe as 
as extreme as others experience, but it was an addiction. I definitely had the belief that um, maybe without it, I wasn't okay in certain situations specifically. I certainly used it as an escape or a distraction from how I was feeling and what I was doing in my life or what I was experiencing in that moment in my life. Now, today, I can have a drink and not be addicted to it. So again, that's what I want to highlight where it's not the thing. It is not the alcohol that is causing this addiction. It is my relationship with it. So it's not that I had to rid myself of alcohol. And now that's, that's been my choice. I'm not saying this is for everyone, but I did not have to rid my life of it. I chose to relate to it differently. So it's the intention behind what we choose to do. Am I using a substance? Am I participating in an activity? Am I relating with a certain person because I actually am trying to escape my life because I am trying to distract myself from what I'm experiencing or because I think I'm not okay without it? Or am I partaking in a certain substance, activity, or relationship because it actually is deepening my experience? Because I am relating on a deeper level because I am fully embracing what is. So that's the difference. It can sometimes look the same on the outside, but it is the intention from which we come at it that determines whether or not it is an addiction. So this is where I notice, I've said some of this before, although some of this is new, which is kind of exciting to me. Um, I, I do want to make sure I cover a few points, although sometimes I wonder if I've already said it now. Um, so what, the other thing I want to say about addiction is, so it's the intention, first of all. It is our relationship to the, the thing, activity, person, not the thing, activity, person itself. Um, so now the other thing I want to look at is the different ways addiction has showed up in my life and some specifically some ways that may not be that, um, I don't know, that we might not be that aware of, and yet many of us probably suffer from this, these addictions. So the first one I want to talk about is this idea of you know spirituality. And I noticed that at one point I found myself feeling stressed out, experiencing life in a way I didn't want to. And I thought in that moment, oh my goodness, I have to go meditate. Or I was going about my life and I'm thinking, oh my goodness, if I don't meditate today, I'm not going to be okay. If I don't get to yoga today, I'm not going to be okay. So I actually became addicted to my spiritual path. I started to see it as something that either was an escape. I don't like how I'm feeling. I need to go meditate. Or I found it as a dependency. I needed it to be okay in my life. Now, for me, those are red flags. And so when I started to see that in my life, I said, oh, interesting. I've become addicted to being spiritual, which is something I think is probably common for many of us. Now, again, I don't have to rid my life of spirituality. I don't need to rid myself of meditation. That is not what is causing this behavior. It is my attachment. It is my dependency on it that I need to transform. So, and that become, begins with the awareness. And so as I became, became aware of this dependency, 
I said, okay, well, I still want to meditate. There are benefits to meditating. Can I have a different relationship with it? Can I choose to meditate perhaps when I feel like it? So I'm not locked into doing it every day and thinking if I don't, then I'm not okay. So I experimented with that. Or can I look at my life and say, you know, I'm feeling really stressed out right now. Maybe I can just feel this for a minute and not quickly relieve myself by going into meditation. Now, sometimes it is beneficial to meditate in times of stress. And so I'm, I don't want to paint this as an all or nothing black or white situation. Again, it's the intention behind it. So what, and when I felt I was grasping at meditation because I didn't like what I was experiencing, that for me was a red flag. Another addiction in my life that I think many of us can relate to is to my thoughts, to thinking. Now, our brain, our mind is this incredible thinking tool. That is what it is designed to do. And again, just because we can become addicted to something does not mean we need to rid ourselves of it. I do not need to rid myself of all of my thoughts or all thinking. But I needed to transform my relationship to those thoughts. So as I became aware, again, the first step in the transformation, I noticed, my goodness, I am thinking all the time. Maybe you've noticed this. I'm standing in the shower, I'm thinking. I'm, you know, sitting in my car, I'm thinking. I'm talking with a friend and my mind is just going, going, going. So it was when I became aware of that, then in the moment I could transform my relationship and choose whether or not I wanted to pay attention to those thoughts, which is where meditation comes in. We think and we have thoughts and that's okay. But are we dependent on them? Are we escaping something? Are we distracting ourselves with our thoughts? So I think of how often I have tried to figure things out. I've just got to figure this out. I know there's a problem. I've got to think it out. I'm feeling really crummy today. Let me just think about why I'm feeling crummy. Why would this be? What could have caused it? How can I solve it? And on and on and on we go. That becomes an addiction. When I was in Peru last year, working with a shaman, we were going through some plant-based medicine ceremonies. And during these ceremonies, I found myself in my, my head a lot. I was thinking a lot. And he very wisely would come over to me and ask, what are you avoiding when you're thinking? And each time I would ask myself that question, which I have done since that trip, it was very powerful because it became very clear to me in that moment that what I was avoiding, what I was distracting myself from, was feeling. Feeling something. Feeling sad, feeling excited, feeling nervous, feeling fearful, whatever it was. Feeling joyful. And it was the addiction to the thinking. It was my relationship with my thoughts that kept me from feeling what I was feeling. I I received a huge gift from um, Luna Love, a wonderful woman who I've had an an opportunity now to 
um, speak with on a couple of occasions where she had learned something and then shared it with me, which is that we cannot think and feel at the same time simultaneously. We cannot think about our feelings and experience our feelings, feel our feelings at the same time. In some way, this kind of blew my mind. Um, in, in other ways, it didn't. But what it did was it really laser focused in on the importance of not being addicted to thinking, of learning how to be without thought, even for a moment. So it's not that we need to rid ourselves of all thoughts at all times, but it is about transforming our relationship so that in a moment I can decide, do I want to pursue that thought? Do I want to follow that thought? Do I want to just experience what I'm feeling? Can I just be with the sensation and not trying to solve the problem? So that was a huge awareness for me. And again, one that I expect is not uncommon. And so as we the way we transform our relationship with our thoughts is by practicing meditation is a great way, so long as we don't become addicted to the meditation. By getting quiet, by noticing our thoughts, by choosing to let it go and not chase after it. And then by choosing to feel something instead. The last type of um, addiction that I want to talk about before I then talk a little bit more about how do we transform our relationship with these addictive behaviors or with our addictive feelings is when I had this revelation earlier this year that I am addicted or was addicted, and certainly these are all still things I practice. It is not that I have mastered um, transforming my relationship with all these things entirely, but I had this revelation earlier this year that I was addicted to suffering. Again, probably not that unusual. Whether or not we're conscious of it is another question. But I just noticed how often I would go to my suffering because I thought without it, I would not be okay. Because here's what I remember thinking. I remember thinking, well, who would I be if everything was okay? I mean, how would I even function? What would I think about? Which goes back to my addiction to thinking and trying to solve and figure things out. So the red flag for me was when I felt like I was not okay being okay, which is kind of backwards, but so true. I realized that I depended on my suffering to give me something to talk about, think about, again, distract myself with. I was distracting myself from feeling joy in this moment with my suffering. Kind of blew my mind. I was distracting myself from feeling good. And I remember thinking, wow, this is really uncomfortable for me to not suffer. It is uncomfortable for me to think, well, everything's fine. It felt uncomfortable for me to tell someone, yeah, life is good. And so that's another lookout for us to point us to where are we where are we living out some addictive behaviors? It's again, when we think we are not okay without it, or we are 
which then means we are going to be really uncomfortable when we don't have it. So, I mean, think of that. I mean, for someone, again, who, who struggles with um, an addiction to a chemical substance, how uncomfortable it is to not have it. Equally, how uncomfortable is it to sit without a thought for a second or five seconds or one minute? And that's, that's part of our process as we transform our relationship to these things. It is not that I am completely free of pain and suffering. I'm human. But what I've now learned is that I don't need to be addicted to it. I don't need to depend on it to be okay. I don't need to suffer in order to distract myself from the true and pure joy I experience in other moments. And then if I'm feeling pain, I can choose to feel that. I can be in that. I don't need to distract myself from that either. So again, it's the intention that we bring to these experiences. So how do we start to transform this relationship so that we no longer need to feel addicted or be addicted? Well, again, it starts with the awareness first. We start to notice, oh, wow, I think I, I don't think I'm okay without X, Y, or Z. Wow, I really consistently do X, Y, or Z to distract myself. I'm avoiding something by using this or going to this place or talking to this person. I'm avoiding something. So first we need to become aware of it. And then as we become aware of it, we can start to see it for what it is. And then we start to play in the other space. So this goes back to my conversation on balance a few episodes ago, where before we can find balance, we first need to kind of explore both extremes, both ends of the spectrum of the pendulum. So if I've constantly been going to something in order to escape feeling a certain way, what is it like to not have it at all? And what we often will find is that we will feel uncomfortable. So as we begin to transform our relationship to something or someone, it will feel uncomfortable at first because we've been dependent on it. So that's okay. That's part of the journey. That's part of the transformation. Can I be uncomfortable for this? moment in time. And then once we've learned what it's like to be uncomfortable with it, that will start to transform. Can we accept that without going to something else now to distract ourselves? And as we accept that, it will start to dissolve. So that now perhaps I can meditate, but I do it not because I'm not okay without it, but because it it actually it serves me. It, it allows me to have a deeper experience of life. Can I watch a movie? Not because I'm trying to zone out and, and escape from the day that I've had and the feelings that I'm experiencing right now, but can I just watch a movie because, wow, I really want to experience um, something else. I want, to, I want to have some emotions and I want to follow this dramatic, mythical storyline. So as we start to transform, again, it will be uncomfortable at first without that thing, 
And then once we sit in that, once we embrace it and accept it for what it is, our relationship to it and with it begins to transform. So that is what I wanted to share about addiction today. And my invitation for you is be curious. Start to look at your own life and see where where are these addictions showing up, these addictive behaviors? Is it in how I use a substance or a food? Is it in my relationships with other people? Is it in my TV time or screen time? Is it in my spirituality? Where do I believe I am not okay without this thing? It's a great place to start. And then I invite you to play with the discomfort that comes when we don't have that. When we don't gripe about our day because we're addicted to suffering. Can I actually sit in the discomfort of saying, things are fine. I am supported. I have everything I need. Nothing is wrong. Can I practice being in that space for a moment until it becomes less uncomfortable? And then I no longer need to suffer to be okay. And then my other invitation is to see yourself in others and have more compassion for everyone who is out there struggling and suffering with these addictive behaviors because no one is free of it. Some are, I shouldn't say no one. Many of us are not free of it. And all of us have experienced it at one time or another. So there is plenty of room for compassion towards ourselves and towards others. And so that is my other invitation for you today. I am, of course, grateful that you tune in, that you choose to be inspired by yourself, by listening to shows like this in many other ways throughout your day. My intention is that this is a ripple effect that we all go about our days inspiring ourselves and inspiring each other. And I'm really excited next week. I'm going to have another guest on, a dear friend of mine, and we are going to talk about something else that is super near and dear to my heart and just full of insight. Um, we're going to be talking about the Enneagram. So if you've heard about it, if you're curious about what it is, if you want to learn more about it, I invite you to tune in next week. We're going to have a really good time. And until then, I, I wish you many blessings and invite you to drop in, be inspired to be more of who you are each and every day.
Pieces of the brokenness inside. 